Hello community, this is Dr. Hugh coming at you and today is episode number 54 of True Health Recovery and today what I'm going to be talking about is autoimmune disease and autoimmune disease and the mysteries of autoimmune disease revealed. So in this webinar on YouTube, so if you want to see all the data and all the graphs, down below is going to be a direct link so you can see the webinar on my website and all the graphs that I have, have included. But <clears throat> I'll tell you this, is that autoimmune disease in this country, we spend $100 billion on autoimmune, on autoimmune disease and only $57 billion on cancer. So what does this tell you? If you've gone to doctor to doctor to doctor and you have huge amounts of labs and no one has actually come up with any kind of diagnosis, you probably have an underlying autoimmune disease that has not been discovered. This is really the critical piece of this whole webinar is if you have a disease process that you are not getting well, you probably have an underlying disease and no one has actually dug deep enough. And I, I hear clients say, well, I've gone to my doctor and they checked it for autoimmune disease and, I, and it comes back negative. These are very, very simple autoimmune tests. They're more advanced tests that will actually show the underlying cause of the problem. So if you're interested in actually vis physically seeing these tests, you can click the link below and all the data will be there. If you're out there, reach out. There's no need to suffer. And remember, is where there's help, there's hope. And I hope you enjoy this podcast. Take care. Bye-bye. So here we go. Autoimmune mysteries revealed. So before I go over that, I just want to kind of go over the statistics of autoimmune disease versus cancer. Everyone knows someone that has cancer because cancers really have kind of like simple names. Like there's bone cancer, living can liver cancer, brain cancer, prostate cancer, breast cancer. Right? They're all really common names that people know. Now, the thing with autoimmune disease is the autoimmune disease have long names and they're complex. So a lot of people don't realize how many people suffer from autoimmune disease. So, for example, let's just go over the cost. So. In this country right now, autoimmune diseases cost $100 billion in our current healthcare system. $100 billion. Now, let's change that to like cancer. Cancer is $57 billion. So when you really look at autoimmune diseases, the cost of the United States healthcare system is roughly double that of what it is for cancer. Now, let's look at the research. The research funding is there's $6.1 billion for cancer research, and there's basically a half million dollars for autoimmune disease. So one of the things is when clients come to me, uh, pretty much everyone has an autoimmune disease to some degree or another. It's just a matter of figuring out and diving in and figuring out where exactly is that autoimmune disease. All right, so here's some uh, stats that I got on, on the internet here. Let me just kind of blow this up. It's a little blurry, so I apologize for that. So Basically, if you can see here, it says one in six Americans will suffer from an autoimmune disease. So one in six autoimmune disease. This is uh, this is heart disease. One in thirteen. So one in six autoimmune disease. One in thirteen heart disease. And basically, one in thirty-three people will suffer from uh, cancer. So when we talk about autoimmune disease, one in six people will have an autoimmune disease. So if you're out there and you have a disease, a mystery disease that no one has been able to figure out, no doctor has been able to figure out, there's probably a high, high percentage that you actually have an autoimmune disease. So in essence, I know this is blurry here. So autoimmune disease is initiated when the body incorrectly amounts an immune response to your own God-given tissue. So your immune system gets a little confused, or what I, would, what I would say, it's like a little tipsy. So here's another statistic, is that 50 million Americans have an autoimmune disease. 
There's actually more than 80 different autoimmune diseases known. And then check out this. Is 75% of women, uh, 75% of the patients that have autoimmune disease are women. So if you're a female watching this video, and again, if you have some kind of mystery diseases, you have an autoimmune disease, but no doctor has taken the time to look and figure out where your actually autoimmune disease is taking place. So this is a really nice graph that I like to see, and this just kind of shows you the increase of autoimmune disease in the United States. So you can see here we have multiple sclerosis, celiac disease, Crohn's disease, asthma, and here we have 1950 to 2000. You can see all these autoimmune diseases are up and vertical, straight up and vertical. So, uh, so autoimmune disease is very, very prevalent. Now, when we talk about autoimmune disease, you can be in one of three stages, stage one, stage two, and stage three. Now, what happens when you have an autoimmune disease is your body produces antibodies. So this right here, right here, this, these are antibodies. So your body produces these things here, antibodies, and it goes and attacks tissues in your body. So the first stage is that you have increased antibodies, but with no symptoms. So there's a lot of different testing that you can do to check to see if you have any antibodies in your body. So stage one is you have elevated antibodies, but with no symptoms. The second stage is, is elevated antibodies with symptoms and no clinical loss of tissue. So for example, let's say someone has an autoimmune disease, uh, rheumatoid arthritis. So they check the marker and your marker comes back positive for RA, rheumatoid arthritis, but you don't have any of your tissues destroyed yet. There's no bone degeneration yet. So that would be stage two where you actually have antibodies, you have symptoms, but you don't have any tissue destruction. So that's phase two. Now, phase three here is you have elevated antibodies with measurable tissue destruction. So, for example, people that have hypothyroidism, if you're out there and you have hypothyroidism uh, or a slow thyroid, 90% of people that have hypothyroidism have an autoimmune disease. So let me state that again. 90% of people that have a hypothyroidism have autoimmune disease. So a lot of people that they come to me and They've been on thyroid medication and their thyroid medication goes up and down and over a period of time, that thyroid medication has gotten more and more. Their dose has gotten more and more and more. So what's that telling you? Your thyroid produces thyroid hormone. So when your dose goes up, that tells you that you've had tissue destruction, meaning that your thyroid is smaller because your immune system is attacking it and it produces less hormone. So therefore you have uh, basically a stage three autoimmune disease where it's actually attacking the tissue and your tissue is getting smaller. So what are some clinical red flags that you actually have in autoimmune disease? So this top one is big. Nothing has cured your main problem. You've gone to doctor and doctor and doctor and try it and try diet and diet and diet, but no one's actually looked to see if you have an autoimmune disease. That's the number one. Uh, various treatments have helped at various times. So maybe you went on a very specific diet and that helped. And then you got a flare-up, right? So autoimmune diseases can come and go. It's not always there. It's not one set. It's kind of like a car engine. It can rev up and it can, go, and it can go down. So if you've tried things in the past that they've worked temporarily and then they flare up, so that tells you that's possibly an autoimmune disease. If you have multiple uh, sensitivities to foods, chemicals, smells, that's an indication that you have an underlying autoimmune disease. If you've had numerous diagnoses with a whole bunch of different doctors and you've gone to doctor, to doctor, doctor, that's a classic sign of autoimmune disease. Be honest with you, I see this a lot. Large files of labs and countless supplements. There's a supplement for this, there's a supplement for that. Let's forget that. Let's look at a guided 
let's look at a very specific guided program where we evaluate you. We do the correct testing to find out what's actually causing your problem. And then a lot of people are down in here. They've been diagnosed with something, but they actually never knew that that diagnosis was a possible autoimmune disease. So we have hypothyroidism, autoimmune disease, diabetes can be autoimmune disease, inflammatory bowel, uh, bowel disease, psoriasis, uh, B12 anemia, gluten sensitivity, Meniere's disease, ulcerative colitis, Crohn's disease. So a lot of people are actually diagnosed with the autoimmune disease, but uh, they actually don't know that that's an autoimmune disease because once you're once you've been diagnosed with an autoimmune disease or once you we found out that you have antibodies, then that puts you in a whole nother realm of just not a simple disease, but you actually have an autoimmune disease where your immune system is attacking your own tissues. That's the dangerous part about it. Okay, in this graph, what I want to describe, and I'm going to try and describe this in very simple terms, is your immune system has to recognize if something is friend or something is full. That's your whole immune system. Your whole immune system's job is to recognize, is this particular thing friend or is it full? That's 100% your immune system. So every second, your immune system is surveilling all the proteins in your body, all the things that are in your body, in your bloodstream. Is that friend or foe? Friend or foe? Friend or foe? So it's making an instantaneous decision if that's friend or if it's foe. Now, what happens when you have an autoimmune disease is your auto, your, your immune system is always going to be more aggressive. Your immune system is just trained to be more aggressive, not less aggressive, but more aggressive. So friend or foe, friend or foe, if it's friend or foe, it's going to come up with the conclusion that this thing is foe. So if it sees this tissue as foe, it's going to start to attack it. Now, if it starts to attack it, it produces antibodies and now you have an autoimmune disease. So instantaneously, you're your immune system has to look at your thyroid. Is your thyroid friend or foe? Okay, it's foe. It's going to start to attack it. Now, later in the video, watch the whole thing. I'll be talking about why your immune system sees your tissues as foe. So instantaneously, it has to decide, is that friend or foe? So is it friend or foe? You have lupus, okay? It goes after your connective tissues. Rheumatoid arthritis, it goes after your joints. That's foe. It goes back to your, it goes after your, your, your nervous system. That's, that's foe. MS. It starts to go over your digestive system, celiac disease. All right, so I've been trying to explain this in a very understandable term so you can actually understand what's happening when you have an autoimmune disease. And I think this is a really good explanation. So friend or foe, right? Friend or foe, that's what your immune system is doing. Now, just imagine if your immune system is a little drunk or tipsy. So there's Kermit the Frog, okay? And the Kermit the Frog has had too much vodka, and he is really like passed out right there. So this is my analogy to this. So your immune system thinks it's friend or foe. Now, when your immune system becomes drunk, it becomes intoxicated, it becomes tipsy. Instead of seeing one hand, it sees how many? It sees two hands or it sees four hands or five hands or six hands or 10 hands or whatever. It's blurry. So it can't see that tissue. So when your immune system is drunk, tipsy, it looks at your, for example, your thyroid and, and it sees three thyroids. So again, is your going to be friend or foe? Is that thyroid friend or foe? Well, I see three thyroids, not one thyroid. That is definitely what? Foe. So then it starts to attack that tissue. And this is when you have an autoimmune disease starting to develop in your body. So for example, in here, Kermit the Frog, he's almost passed out right there. He's definitely not going to be going to work. It's full. So if it's full, it's going to start to attack your thyroid. It's going to start to attack your connective tissue, lupus. It's going to start to attack your joints, arthritis. Why? 
because it's not seeing one hand. It's seeing several tissue, two tissues, three tissues, four tissues, whatever, how many tissues your immune system is seeing, it's going to start to attack. And this is when you start to get these autoimmune diseases, these weird symptoms that no one actually can actually explain. So here we have an autoimmune disease and it's starting to attack these tissues right here, starting to attack these tissues. So here we have Pac-Man. So we have two Pac-Man. So this would be, maybe this is a stage one of clinical autoimmune disease. So if you remember this slide right here is stage one is elevated antibodies with no symptoms or loss of tissue yet. So in here, let's say we have stage one. So we have the beginning stages of these antibodies that are starting to develop. And this would kind of be like the Pac-Man represents an antibody. Now, if it goes uh, you know, undiagnosed or it continues to get worse, then you see your autoimmune disease gets a lot worse. You can see how the Pac-Mans are more aggressive. Your immune system is more tipsy. It's not seeing, now instead of seeing two tissues, it might be seeing 10 or 15 tissues and your immune system is more aggressive because it thinks everything is full and it starts to attack everything and you have a huge inflammation and you have all these weird symptoms that no one can explain. At the end of the day, no one's taking the time to explain this and understand what's happening with your body so you can get well. So you can figure out what's going on. That's why you need a guided plan. If you're out there suffering, get a hold of me. There's no need suffering like this if you don't need, need to continue to suffer because there are answers out there for you. All right, so what I'm going to do is some basic, uh, going over some basic labs. So a lot of people will say, well, I've been tested for autoimmune disease. I guarantee you there's many, many different tests that you can do for autoimmune disease that the conventional system does not run. And you can do these tests and actually figure out if you have an autoimmune disease. So, for example, this is a rheumatoid factor. This You can see this is high right here. <clears throat> Anything greater than 14 is positive autoimmune disease. That's one marker. Here's another marker. This is called the uh, anti-nuclear antibodies. So this is really common to run here. This is a very cheap test. It literally costs about five bucks to run. And people say, well, I've had, they've checked for autoimmune disease. They check this one marker and they're referring to this marker, a $5 marker that checks one little thing in your body. So this is positive. So you can check this for autoimmune disease. So this right here, if you have positive ANA, so this would be an ANA test, anti-nuclear antibodies, this is telling you that your immune system recognizes your nucleuses. When God designed us, we have 100 trillion cells and every, tr every cell has its own nucleus. So your immune system is attacking your individual cell nucleuses. So this is positive. This would be like lupus. But I have a lot of people come to me and they say, well, I've been checked for autoimmune disease and I don't have any. You really haven't been checked thoroughly for autoimmune disease. I'll be showing you some of these more advanced labs to see if you actually have autoimmune disease against these different tissues. Here's another test. This is against antibodies against your thyroid. And you can see here, this is a lab range right here. If I can blow this up a little bit more. You can see here, this is the, the this right here is the lab range in here. And you can see this is both positive right here. So this is a client, had no idea, had autoimmune disease against their thyroid. Boom, we found autoimmune disease. And the research shows if you have one autoimmune disease, you probably have three or four or five other autoimmune diseases that you just haven't been able to detect or you just haven't ran the proper testing to find out where those antibodies are at and what tissues are being affected. Okay, so this is some more advanced testing. A lot of people are coming to me with neurological problems, brain fog, brain fatigue, uh, MS, Parkinson's disease, a lot of neurological diseases. This is uh, an antibody that you can run. It's a special test. This antimicroglia cells, this is checking if you have autoimmune disease against your brain's nervous system, right? So you can see right in here, 
You can see right here, it's your immune system in the central nervous system. So you can actually have an autoimmune disease against your brain immune system in your brain, right? So it's good to know that because then once you know that, you can say, okay, this is why I'm having these symptoms. It's making sense. Here's another um, test here, antibody and anti-recoverin. And this is an antibody that, again, checks different tissues on your central nervous system to see if your brain is being attacked. This is a great test right here. This is a test that you can actually see if you have an autoimmune disease against your blood-brain barrier. And you can see here normal range and outer range right here. So this person has an autoimmune disease against their blood-brain barrier. So that's good to know because now you are dealing, you know what you're dealing with now. You understand what's happening. These are some more advanced testing that I run in my in my practice on my clients here. So you can see this myelin basic protein. This is the myelin sheath right around, basically there's a covering around your nervous system. This is positive right in here. Cerebellar tissue, so right behind your brain right here, there's a big organ of brain tissue. It's called your cerebellum. It's very, very criti critical for uh, gating and controlling your brain function. This is positive. So if they go in the, if you go in the conventional system, they run just like an ANA, right? The $5 check, $5 to check this, and it comes back negative. That doesn't mean that you don't have an autoimmune disease. You can have all these other tests be positive, but the current the, the current system isn't checking these on checking these on your body or on your case. Here's another testing. So you can see here, this would be autoimmune disease against the adrenal glands, autoimmune disease against the heart, autoimmune disease against connective tissue, very specifically the connective tissue. A lot of people I work with, they have like antibiotic damage. They've been taking antibiotics or fluoroquinolones and they're inflamed. They have connective tissue problems against their tissues. You can have autoimmune disease against your bones, ladies. Like there's a lot of people out there that, hey, I have osteoporosis. Maybe you actually have an autoimmune disease. Here's another test. You can see all these different antibodies that have come up. Phospholipid, you see this right here, you can have antibodies against your cell membranes. So, you know, this is really critical. So when you look at someone and you try and get them better, you have to do the right testing. The testing is just a fishing net. You throw the fishing net, fishing net out, you reel it in, and you see what you have. You see what the story tells you. Then from there, then you can make a very specific guided plan. So in this slide here, what I want to go over is there's lots of things that can cause your immune system to be a little tipsy, a little drunk. They're like really endless. So really when someone comes to me and they have an autoimmune disease, I need to go through a step-by-step -step process on where is the autoimmune disease coming from? Why do you have the autoimmune disease? And these are just some of the things that can cause autoimmune disease. Do you have low vitamin D? You need good vitamin D. Now, for example, like the lab range here in vitamin D is 30 to 100, right? So if they tell, if, you're, if, you're, if your vitamin D comes back 35, they're going to tell you you're, that's normal. That may be normal, but that's not healthy. You want a vitamin D around 80. So you have to look at these labs and know where the sweet spot is. Can you have um, you know, poor membrane? Concussions can cause autoimmune disease against your brain. Antibiotic use can cause sensitivities. Food sensitivities, gluten, dairy sensitivities, uh, when you have low blood sugar uh, or low blood pressure, that can initiate autoimmune disease. Low magnesium, mold can cause autoimmune disease. You can have heavy metals, stress, high insulin levels. If your body's in a state of chronic inflammation, that can cause autoimmune disease. Infections, uh, Epstein-Barr virus, COVID, uh, mycoplasma. There's a lot of different viruses that can cause autoimmune disease. H. pylori can cause autoimmune disease. 
poor hormone status. So there's a lot of things that actually can cause autoimmune disease. So at the end of the day, you can get better. You just need a guided plan to figure out what's actually causing your problem. And then from there, then you can take a, a real specific guided path for your recovery. So with that being said, give me a thumbs up. I hope you found some value in this. And remember, is where there's help, there's hope. Take care. Bye-bye.